to the $100 MBA show. And today is a Q&A weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us at support at businessrepublic.net. We love getting new questions to answer on Q&A weekends. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's question comes from 13 Thieves. This question comes via Twitter. And the question is, I closed my website store and kept my Etsy store open due to the volume of orders I was getting. Did I make a mistake by closing my own store? Interesting question. I'm going to give you my take on it. Before I take a deep dive in today's question, I just want to clarify for those who don't know what Etsy is. Etsy is a peer-to-peer e-commerce website. And they mainly focus on handcrafted or vintage items, as well as some unique pieces that people make. They were founded in 2005, so they've been around for some time. But they really started to gain traction in the last few years. So the question is asking, you know, I've built an Etsy store. I'm getting a lot of orders, but I also have my own e-commerce store on my own website. They're wondering if they made a mistake by closing their own store so they can handle the volume of their orders. It's a good problem to have, but it is a problem, and we're going to need to address it in today's episode. I can't wait to get into it, so let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Earth Class Mail. Get your own business address and have all the mail that's sent there digitally scanned and up in the cloud for you to review. That means no more dealing with physical mail. Pay invoices and bills online because it's all connected with Earth Class Mail. Try it for free for a full month at earthclassmail.com slash MBA month and use coupon code MBA month. So the question from today's listener is a good one. It's actually something you may be considering opening a store on somebody else's platform. Some people sell things on Facebook. Some people sell things on eBay. And in this case, the listener is selling their goods on Etsy. Now, the user had a site. They had an e-commerce store on their own website, on their own real estate. But they closed it down because of the volume of the orders they were getting. It was just too much for them. And it sounds like they're getting the bulk of their orders from Etsy because they would probably keep uh, the other store open, their own site store open, if it was getting more orders than Etsy. So what are the advantages and disadvantages of this situation? Yes, it is hard to juggle two stores at one time. So I can understand why they closed down their personal store. Now, regardless if you're going to open a store in Etsy or any other platform, there are some advantages, but there's also disadvantages. The advantages is that you have an already built platform. You don't have to do anything. You just put up your products and you set up your store. It's pretty straightforward. The easiest model of this is eBay. It's very, very low cost in terms of time and effort. It's easy to get set up. It's very fast. You can start selling very quickly. They make it very easy for you. And thirdly, and probably the most advantageous thing about opening up on a store like Etsy is that you get a target market. That means people that are shopping around on Etsy, they're interested in buying your type of goods. And in this case, handcrafted goods, vintage goods, uh, the type of goods you would find on Etsy. eBay is a little bit of the Wild West. It's a little bit of a wider range of things. And this is where Etsy has an advantage. It's a little bit more niched. I did mention some disadvantages, one being that they do take a fee, a fee you normally would be paying if you sold on your own site. 
Now, different platforms charge different fees. In Etsy's case, they have a very minimal 20 cent listing fee, but the biggest fee they have there is the transactional fee. So not only are you paying the regular transaction fee that you'd have to pay with PayPal, the PayPal fee, but on top of that, Etsy takes 3.5% of every sale. Now, if you're just getting started, that may seem very reasonable, and it is. So let me give you an example. Let's say you make a good amount of money a month, but it's not huge amounts of money. Let's say it's $1,000. So 3.5 is $35 a month if you're making $1,000 a month. And for the most part, that's pretty reasonable. And it's pretty competitive with some other solutions, like if you go with Squarespace on your own site, which they don't charge a you know a transaction fee, but you're gonna have to pay a hosting fee, you're gonna have to pay a fee to have a website on their platform. Now, if you're making more money, so in the beginning, if you're making that kind of money, it's not bad, but if you're making more money, let's say we say you make $10,000 a month. Now we're talking $350 a month. It may seem reasonable for you at that point. It may still seem reasonable for you. I'll pay $350 if I'm making $10,000. But $350 is a lot of money a month to run an online store in terms of the fees you would incur compared to if you had your own site. The other major disadvantage is that you are working and building a brand and store off somebody else's platform. You have to remember that you don't own the site. You don't own the store on Etsy. It's like renting out a store in a building. Imagine you're in the West Village and you found a nice little boutique little store in a row of stores and the owner of that building that owns that little storefront says, hey, I'll rent it out for you for X amount of dollars. It's great location, you get great traffic and the rent is not so bad for the location. But you don't own the store, it's not an asset. One day, the owner of the building, the owner of the storefront can say, I'm selling the actual building and therefore you have to vacate because the new owner doesn't want to uh, have you in the store. They're gonna have their own store or they're gonna demolish the whole building and build a skyscraper. Where does your business go then? All your customers have been driven to that store. You can see where I'm going now. I'm not saying Etsy is gonna just dissolve all of a sudden, but they may do some changes. They may have different requirements. They may up their prices. They may do whatever they like to do because it's their property and you're just a renter on that property. So I'm always wary of building a store on somebody else's property. Now, having said that, the listener has a lot of volume come from Etsy. It's too much for them to handle, have both stores open. So I say this is a good problem to have. My advice is to start creating a system where you can start taking these customers that you're getting off Etsy and converting them into your own customers into a future store that you can open on your own site. I would probably have your site open. Offer something else other than your products for sale on your site, whether that's great free materials, reading materials, uh, user's guides, fashion guides on how to use the products you're selling, an interesting blog, interviews with the creators of your products, things like that. You wanna get in the habit of your users, your customers off Etsy going to your site. Get them to opt in for something, a freebie, a discount code, anything you can think of. What you're trying to do here is you're actually trying to get them familiar with your website, your own home. You don't have to process any orders. You don't have to have an actual store there yet. You can open that branch later on where you can transfer. But the point here is that you're not gonna have a way to contact these customers if they don't opt into your email list and go to your website. So in the interim, just get them on your list so later on these customers that come off Etsy, you have their contacts. So when you launch your own e-store on your own site or relaunch in your case, 
you have a way to contact them and say, hey, we're launching our new store. Here's a great discount. And we have some special prices, prices that are more deeply discounted than on Etsy. So I can understand your need to be on Etsy because you have the orders coming in from there. The traffic is there, but it's borrowed traffic. These customers might be buying from you, but they're going to Etsy to buy it from you. They're not going to your own asset. I hope that makes sense. I want you to have a plan in place where you make that transition so in the long term, sometime in the future, hopefully in the near future, you can get people buying from your own store. Build some quality content and get them to opt into your newsletter or your email list for a free gift after they buy. So I want to start to wrap up with some advice. Number one, don't feel bad. You got a lot of volume from Etsy. That's a good thing you're selling. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want to you know, disappoint your customers with poor service. So you decided to close your own personal e-commerce store. That's fine. Don't worry about it. See Etsy as a staging ground for your business, your e-commerce store, but know that the end goal is to be selling things from your own website. Transition them into a newsletter, into a, uh, a free gift that you're going to be giving them by getting their email address in exchange so you can contact them when it's time to launch. Don't get me wrong. Etsy's a great platform and there are a lot of advantages to it and you can make some good money there even with the fees. But I always highly encourage people to build their businesses, to build their assets on their own ground. This goes as well if you're building things on Facebook. A lot of people, they work really hard to build their Facebook uh, fan page and get a whole bunch of likes and and they brag about it. I got 20,000 likes on my page. And then Facebook changes something in their algorithm or in their policies and they lose business because of it. It's always good to build on something that you control. Just keep that in mind as you're doing business right now on Etsy and thinking about your plan of moving out in the future. Guys, we got more on today's topic, but before that, I gotta give love to today's sponsor, Colony FM. If you're like me, there's not enough hours to do everything you want in a day. One of the things I wish I had more time for is reading. I love it when I'm on vacation. I'm always reading as much as I can. But I'm not always on vacation. But thankfully, there's a new app called Colony FM, which uses the voices of professional actors to narrate articles and blogs. So I can get my reading in basically anytime. What I find really cool about Colony FM is that it's actually a real person. It's not an automated robot. It's not Siri. It's a real person reading these articles. It sounds natural. It's like they're turning these blog posts, these articles, into podcast episodes. So whether you're in the car, the office, washing dishes, or just hanging out, Nothing's easier or more soothing than having a real person do your reading for you. And right now, if you go to colony.fm slash 100, you can get the service completely for free, the whole service. It's available on the web, it's available on the App Store, and in the Google Play Store. Just go to colony.fm slash 100 to get this amazing free offer. Check it out, you won't regret it. Sometimes in business, we got to make tough decisions. I understand that uh, today's listeners, very hard for them to you know, close their own store and keep their Etsy store open because of the volume of sales they're having. It's a good problem to have. Sometimes we got to make these decisions to make sure we can balance things and handle things properly. It's okay. You made a decision. It's not a bad decision. But my advice is in the future, plan to have your own store on your own site and have a plan of transitioning and at least collect the email addresses so you have a way to contact these people that are already buying from you on Etsy. 13 Thieves, thank you so much for sending in your question via Twitter. 
Guys, if you have a question, you can send us a tweet on Twitter as well, bizrepublics, my handle, B-I-Z Republic, or you can send me an email at support at businessrepublic.net. We'll make sure we get to your question on a Q&A weekend's episode. That wraps up today's episode, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. Business is not black and white. Not often are there completely right and completely wrong decisions. There's a lot of gray areas. And sometimes you just got to experiment and see what happens. In this case today, our listener decided to close their personal store and keep their Etsy store open. It's not a bad decision. You got to do what's best for you. I may have made a different decision. Somebody else may have done something completely different as well. The point here is, is that you know you can learn from your experiences and have a plan forward. Nothing is permanent. You can always change things up later on in the future. Thanks again, guys, for listening. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, a very special guest teacher episode with my main man, Chris Ducker. He's going to be teaching you the business of you, a great, great lesson on personal branding and building a business around what you offer the world. Make sure you hit subscribe so you can get it automatically right on your device, right on your computer, whatever you use. I'll see you guys then. Take care. Take care.